from Cape Town. This is the Voice of the Cape, 91.3 FM. You are listening to The Voice of the Cape 91.3 FM. I'm your host, Nashlin Jacobs, and I will take you up until 12 o'clock today, inshallah. Clint Higgins is formerly from Tafelsach, the once troubled teenager who dropped out of school because of social ills that our society is faced with the drug use. He uses his personal experience to guide youth in his community and has recently graduated, and this is the, the kicker here, he's recently graduated with a master's degree in development finance from the University of Stellenbosch. Joining us online, I have Clint Higgins. Welcome, Clint. Good morning. How are you doing, ma'am? I'm well, Clint. How are you? Good, good. Just a bit nervous. Uh, first time being online, but it's really a pleasure for me to be with you guys this morning. I wanted to thank you guys firstly for the opportunity and then also thank you and good morning to the listeners out there. Welcome, Clint. It's wonderful to hear your story. I absolutely am intrigued and I'm sure all of our listeners as well the same thing. So tell us more about yourself as a once troubled teenager and also it says that you, you were formerly from Tafelsach as well. Yes. So so from the onset, I think um, growing up in Tafelsach uh, for my formative years, I spent uh, most of my life there up until the age of 23, 24 years old. And I was... Um, deeply engrossed in the um, in the environment, in the community, and, and really went full circle through the social ills and all the challenges that young people face today. So growing up um, in Tafelsa, it was just really a very different environment. And, and I say this only because um, I once looked at it as we are literally um, the last train station, um, yeah. which was Captain Clip Station. And for me, the moment I realized that we were the last train station, uh, it just meant that the journey would probably be so much longer to the destination. Um, so I, I'm just, I, just from my formative years, I went to school in Tafelsich um, uh, at the school called Felix Park. Primary, good educators, good value system in Silk. However, just knowing that on, on a daily basis, someone would randomly fetch us at school because there's gang war going down in the community mm. and then we would just be all carted over a field to get home safely. Yeah. And I think those are the, the main challenges that exist in our community and then if I take you a bit further on to that progress to um, about ages of between 15 and 16, um, and I think that's the biggest turning point in my life, you know, at, at, at that time, I started experimenting with drugs, uh, methamphetamine, yeah. uh, really got caught up in the environment at, at some point in, in my grade 10 year, I dropped out of high school. Yeah. And then I just found myself in this, in this, in this like I explained to you, this train station and with the last station, and now I found myself being off the station itself yeah. and literally further away from my destiny. And I think for me, um, I was arrested at 16 years old. And for me, that was the biggest turning point for me as a young 16-year-old boy, mm. having your mom having to collect you at the, at the, at the police station yeah. and not saying a word on the way home, getting into a taxi, traveling all the way home and just not saying anything. Yeah. And I think for me, that was the slow progress 
progressive change for me. Yeah. I then um, the next year I, I sort of trying to stop this drug and weaning myself off slowly. And yeah. the next day I actually went to school again, um, enrolled myself in Founder High School. I matriculated in 2006 at Weinberg Senior Secondary. Mm. And also just three weeks prior to my final exam, I finally quit drugs and I've been clean ever since. Wow. And wow. That's, that's the fundamental story of change. Um, I think that for me, from a troubled youth perspective, that's how I managed to understand what I was going through. Um, and that is the biggest turning point for me. However, also just after matric, I, I ultimately worked at Pick and Pay. Mm-hmm. And while I was standing on the ladder one day, I just looked at my life and I was like, um, with a guy that has so much potential, will this be the job for the rest of your life? Yeah. I don't look down on those jobs in yeah. principle. I just looked at my life and tried to reflect and determine what am I going to do? Yeah. What you want to do with your life. Definitely, definitely. Wow, this is a beautiful story, Clint. I I can't even believe I'm speaking to you right now. Tell me, at the moment, there's a non-profit company called Each One, Teach One. Tell us a little bit more about about that and how are you currently giving back to the community? So each one, each one was born um, about three years ago. Mentally, in my mind, I was I was sitting around and I was thinking, like, what's what's the real killer? What is happening? What is the lack in our community? And because I did start this program, um, which was the Masters in Development Finance, it's really how do we take a developing country into the into the next level? You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So I really have to understand also from my academic course what social benefit will flow from there, barring the academic and professional and the, also the the sort of remuneration benefit that will flow from it. Yeah. I then just toyed with the idea of, of thinking how, but I needed a catchy name and then of like, lastly I came up with a name, Each One Teach One. Mm. And Each One Teach One is ultimately where I look at my life and I say, what will what did I need as a teenager? Yeah. And now me progressing to this level in life, I'm saying I'm going to reach back and grab someone else and pull them along yeah. this journey with me. And that's where the name Each One Teach One came from. Absolutely beautiful. Uh, so Each One Teach, teach One is also um, founded due to the lack of access to information, access to resources and opportunities that are out there. So yeah. there are many opportunities. I just believe they are not packaged in a way for young people to access them yeah. and, re- and relevantly use them to their benefit. Mm-hmm. Like me, after finishing matric, I had no sense of direction. Yes. There was no roadmap for me to actually uh, uh, develop and move forward. Mm. And therefore, um, my, I founded Each One Teach One in 2020. 2020, 2020, yeah. during the pandemic, um, over the last three, four months of the year. Yeah. And that's why I really started putting together the conceptual framework and all the relevant information that we need. Start registered with uh, social development, mm-hmm. got a registration number from, um, to, to regulate um, from the company's commission for the NPC. Yeah. And that's where we are um, uh, in terms of the N- NPC. Wow, that's actually beautiful. What does your NPC aim to achieve? The NPC aims to achieve fundamentally that roadmap. So what will, what will happen during the program is we potentially take in, we'll have an intake of students yeah. um, that will come onto the program. And what we will do with them while on the program is um, give them access to information, access to structures, um, access to the relevant uh, tools, mentorship, leadership, and, and the relevant tools that will guide you to become a more well-rounded uh, person. Yeah, and yeah. I think really my, my, I've got this vision where I say, I want to 
look at a grade nine learner yeah. at some point. Take in a grade nine. Yeah. However, when that when that person is grade eleven, that uh, that person from a maturity perspective is uh, uh, ultimately a first year student. Yeah. Meaning grade eleven and twelve will be a sort of roadmap guided. They'll know exactly what they want. They'll be focused. So when we we're talking about grades and academics, yeah. they'll really know what's time to study. I know what I have to do. I'm going to divorce myself from the world. I need to chase my dreams. Yes. So that's the aim of the organization. So really, how do I support them? And, and not really me. It would be a, a collaboration between various um, various professionals in industry. So we're talking about teachers, psychologists, um, people in the academic space to yeah. really speak to those people and speak life into their vision. Yeah. Literally take their dreams and say, your dream is a real, can become a reality and this is how we're going to achieve it and here's your roadmap. Take mm. your roadmap and go into the world. Yeah, that's beautiful. What advice can you give to the young people out there and specifically those who are currently struggling with perhaps the same uh, struggles you struggled with? I think it's important to start reflecting on your life, number one. Reflect where you are, right? Mm. Understand mm. where you are. Understand the challenges that, that you're facing then and there. Write that down and start then dreaming. And I say dreaming because there must be no... Your dreams must be so scary that you don't even know if you can achieve them. However, my, my view is ultimately, you aim for the moon, if you hit a star, you achieve things in life. Yeah. So that's what I, that's my thinking. Mm. And then really, getting in touch with people like us, organizations like us, um, what we're starting, and really speak to someone that can speak life into your being and understand where you're at and really motivate you. So my, my advice to young people is, there's, there's enough out there for you to achieve your dreams. It's about you just maintaining... Um, Maintaining your dream, yeah, and also just understanding that you can achieve this. I believe everyone is born with unique talent. God has given us, um, the Almighty has given us the, the the unique abilities and talents and planted these seeds within us. And all we have to do is water those seeds, and it will grow into beautiful trees that will bear the most amazing fruit. I that's absolutely my, love. I love your mindset and the way that you are thinking right now. And it's it's actually a beautiful thing because a lot of the times we think uh, we cannot, especially when you're in school and you're at that point where you have no idea what you want to do with your life, and and just the the, the thought of reach for the moon and you will fall for the stars and you'll still achieve something. You you know, immaculate, that's beautiful. Tell me, if listeners uh, wanted uh, to get involved with the organization, uh, maybe I want my teenager to benefit from each one, teach one. How would I do that? So firstly, we, we, we're in the process of setting up all our um, social media pages. We've got an Instagram page called each one, um, the little one, teach one, mm-hmm. the full word one, um, mm-hmm. underscore ZA. Yeah. And then also we have a Facebook page called each one, teach one. So each one is spelled each one, the word one, yeah. the, the the number one, sorry, yes, yes. and then teach one, which is the the word one. Okay, so it's also just a full play on words, like we, like I always like I said to you in the beginning, it's about how do we um, we not do this alone. And I believe my journey is not complete, and and the, because I grew up in a very multicultural environment, yeah, a lot of Muslim friends, Christian friends, and various religions. I always believe that. It is not about me, but it's a collective, you know. And I remember as a young boy, um, when the mosque used to give out food, I used to be in the queue, you know yeah. what I'm saying? I used to yeah. stand there. And, and just the, the fact that there was this collective community 
um, really taught me that it's possible to do it together. Mm. Yeah, and, and, and that's where I, I really am very passionate about this togetherness and, and how do we create and co-create together. It's not about me being successful alone. Mm. I would have felt, and I, I really feel that I wouldn't have made it if I don't take people along this journey and help them experience what what God is really wanting us to experience, wanting us to, to achieve the best and nothing less, you know. Beautiful, we need to remember yeah. that, that we are destined to receive the best, nothing else. That's a beautiful, beautiful thing there, Clint Higgins. I'm going to say that we have run out of time, but it was absolutely wonderful uh, hearing your story, Clint. And I absolutely think uh, that you've definitely inspired our listeners and you've definitely inspired me. And I'm sitting in the studio right now. And I'm sure a lot of the teenagers who are listening out there, this is very, it's a, it's a heartfelt story. And I think that definitely the way that you say you cannot uh, continue your journey unless you take, you know, some of us with you and, and, and walk the journey with you know those troubled little ones or teenagers and so you know I do wish you all the best with the organization each one teach one and I do understand the concept when you say there's a number there and then the rest of its words it's beautiful Clint um, I'm going to thank you and I'm going to say um, I do hope to hear from you very soon and I will watch out I will actually check out your page as I'm sure all of our <laughs> listeners will definitely yes, also do yeah. the same uh, you can touch base with me I'll send you the profile as well and thank you very much for your time I really appreciate the opportunity given to speak to everybody Good luck for the future, Shane. I mean, Clint. And thank you so, so much for your time on air with us today. Okay, I appreciate it. Have a beautiful day. You too, Mr. Clint Higgins. Goodbye. Live from Cape Town, this is the voice of the Cape. 91.3 FM.